Today, we're talking a little bit more about what we know about Iowa than the three keys to victory for the Golden Gophers to finally bring Floyd back home. And then finally, we talk about Eric All's injury and how that affects the Iowa Hawkeyes moving forward. You are no locked on happens, Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden out, Gophers. Whatever turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name's Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant, here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. And we slipped up yesterday, folks. It was a busy one in the work life. So I first off want to apologize that we didn't have a show on Tuesday. That being said, we will have today's show where we do our three keys to victory versus I then tomorrow we're going to be doing a listener mailbag any questions that you have when it comes to Iowa week or anything else gophers basketball hockey uh, football and more drop them in the comments below on YouTube or send them to us in a DM on Twitter at gophers can Rob we'll make sure to get those answered on the show but then Friday we have predictions with Tristan Spamford and to make up for yesterday Saturday we're going to have a bonus episode in the morning to talk gophers hockey and make up for Tuesday's missed episode then, as always, we will have the live postcast after the Hawkeyes game. So we're going to have immediate thoughts with Luke Sp- or Luke Inman and Gophers legend Ron Johnson on the postcast talking about what just happened immediately after the rivalry game at Kinnick Stadium. So be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of that good audio content moving forward and today's episode is brought to you by jace medical empower yourself when you purchase the jace case providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections get yours today at jacemedical.com that's j-a-s-e medical.com now what we know about the hawkeyes let's jump right in now we talk about this game and last i looked at FanDuel Sportsbook, the spread for this game is three and a half points in favor of Iowa. So basically, with the game being at home for Iowa, this is basically a toss-up game when it comes to the spread. And it basically, it means if you pick Minnesota to win in this game, they either have to win outright or lose by three points or less. Now, hear me now. But I do believe this could be the first game that the Gophers cover so far in this 2023 season. Now, I'm not confident in that. I wouldn't run it to the bank or anything like that. But it is a line that you could take at your own risk. Now, like I said, we talk about the spread being three and a half points. But the total score line is what is slightly impressive here with the score line being 32 and a half points combined it's one of the lowest score lines in fbs history not quite the number one but last year this very game was the record setting lowest over under for an fbs game since they've been tracked and made in 1995 now that line closed at 31 and a half points so that means we're one point away from being tied again for the lowest score and we could maybe even possibly get below that by the time it is actually kickoff 
So you're talking about with the injuries to Iowa and some injuries to Minnesota that we're still pending. We don't know if these players are going to be back. A Darius Taylor could shift the line. Now, it could shift it even further to a lower scoring game. And with that historic low line, the game last year, with it being 31 and a half, being the last line that closed, that game still finished at a 13 to 10 final score, which is a total of 23 points. So they still finished under. Now, personally, with that 32 and a half right now, I would take the under because this game screams. 17 to 10 finish, possibly even less than that. And both of these teams are going to run the ball like crazy. But that said, it won't be as freezing as it was last year. This game was like in late November, early November last year, if I recall correctly. Regardless, if it was October or November, I do recall it being very, very cold. Now, like we said on yesterday's show, this Iowa team has a rock solid defensive unit a great special teams unit, but the defensive unit isn't quite up to that standard, that par that we've seen from Iowa for the past few years now. Now, that's not saying they can't be. They're still coming together. It's still only about halfway into the season, so things are still clicking. But when it comes to creating turnovers, I think that this Iowa unit is getting a lot more assumption than what has actually taken place on the field. Now, they have had 11 turnovers on the season and that's good that's not a bad number it's tied for 32nd in the nation but it's only one more than what the Minnesota Gophers have right now and this is a Gophers team that has been struggling defensively in multiple different areas but Iowa is known for creating turnovers and keeping the scores low but this Iowa team it hasn't been crazy turnovers created it's been enough enough to give wins enough to only lose one game on the season but I, I digress. This Iowa defense is still not quite what we've seen the past few years. So that's where you have to take the time to capitalize because the offense has huge impact injuries and the defense is maybe just a step behind what we're used to seeing. That is the formula for you have to go in there, take care of business, and get it done now. Now, this Iowa defense is 31st in pass defense so far, 47th in rush defense, 27th in total defense, and 10th in scoring defense. So they're living up to the name when it comes to not allowing teams to score. But the big thing is this Iowa defense hasn't been able to create a ton, a ton of hectic pressure when it comes to the quarterback. And they are 117th in the nation in sacks averaged per game. So when we're talking about this defensive unit, it is something that can be attacked. We've mentioned how the secondary was a major strength of this team on yesterday's show. They have a ton of D-backs, cornerbacks, safeties, nickels. They've got it all to give you problems, give you different looks, and keep you on your heels. So you can't assume anything. You have to read the coverage, and you have to make quick decisions and not put the ball in harm's right way now on top of that secondary i was told by an iowa fan in the comments yesterday and i respect it i appreciate it thank you very much to keep an eye on linebacker nick jackson transfer from uva when i dove into what he's done so far you can actually see yes that statistical totals is 
ticking up and looks rock solid for a player, especially who just transferred in. They're getting their legs underneath them, still getting a fit for the system, but they've been holding their own. Now, he hit, Nick Jackson has two forced fumbles, one sack, 59 tackles, and a pass breakup. So if he continues to gel in there, he could have a big game. He's just bound for a pop-off game coming up. So hopefully it's not against the Gophers. It's definitely a linebacker to pay attention to. But when it's all said and done and you're talking about this Iowa game, if you want to avenge a terrible Northwestern loss, a terrible comeback loss that was unacceptable, and if you wouldn't have lost the game, you would probably be in the lead or looking at taking the lead this week for the West Division. That's how big that Northwestern game was. Forget about the Michigan blowout. Forget about North Carolina. Both teams, top 10 teams, both have earned it. And you know what? It just wasn't bound to be this year because those are really talented, really good teams. Like I've said time and time again, Michigan is the best team in the country. I don't care what the polls say. I don't care what other people's eyeballs say. Michigan is nutty this year. North Carolina looks really good, but that Northwestern game is the one game so far that is just unacceptable, and that might hinder the Gophers in what could be still yet to come this season. So it's a tough one, but if you want to avenge that, if you want to get past it, if you want fans to slightly start to move on from it, then you have to go and do what you haven't been able to do in the past six years, seven years. It might be more than that. Actually, I think it might be eight. Since 2015, the Gophers have not gotten a win versus Iowa. So if you can go in there, you can do what Coach Fleck hasn't been able to do yet and get a win, then it will start to get forgiveness. It will start to get hope. It will start to build momentum, maybe for your team, but they don't believe in momentum, so walk it back. It might build momentum for the fan base and getting back on board and not being so angry and being able to take a breather and see a trophy that they haven't seen in quite some time. So it's a big opportunity for the Gophers, and it's starting to feel like a must win. It isn't a must win, but it's starting to feel like one if you want to have higher aspirations for this season. Now, the Gophers' units on each side of the field that will need to stand strong. Running back on the offense is a huge one. Like we said, 47th in the nation in run defense. This is a big opportunity. If Darius Taylor is healthy, he should get some touches. Zach Evans should get some touches. Bryce Williams should get some touches. The running back should go crazy in this one, and that should help the Gophers stay in the fight. And then you flip it to the other side of the ball and you're talking about linebackers. Now there have been too many missed tackles by linebackers over these last few games. And that is not going to be acceptable against an Iowa team that also wants to run the ball. Now they're not, our linebackers have not been great in coverage as well. Devin Williams, Maverick Bernowski, Ryan Selig, all of them have had issues in pass coverage at points and times this year and have been attacked. But with Iowa likely to run a ton, mistakes and little details have to be fixed by this linebacker group. On top of that, you're asking yourself, will Cody Lindenberg be back? And this is going to be a telling game. If he's not back this game, then it's hard to imagine that he's going to play much of a role this season as he is still recovering from an injury that we don't have too many details on. So all of that put together, if this linebacker unit can stay disciplined and not get caught with their hand in the cookie jar, if the young black linebackers can buy into the principles set and stick to them no matter how difficult it may be, no matter how much they might want to jump and make a play, don't buy into the window dressing and get caught 
giving up an explosive player or two. You have to stick to your principles. So finally, to wrap up this little Iowa segment, this matchup is one that I don't, I I do have a clue of how I think it will go when it comes to run pass. Now, we've guessed correctly on some games, and we've been absolutely wrong on some games. Last week, I guess, or two weeks ago, I guess, I guess that the mission game, we would pass for 35 attempts, run for 25 attempts, and even down three scores almost the entire game, Minnesota laughed in my face. And they were like, ha, 16 pass attempts it is. So this week, I'm going chalk. I'm going with the gut. And I am legitimately guessing that Minnesota runs the ball 45 plus times this week and maybe just under 20 passing attempts. We'll see if that happens. I'm not sure it's what I would do, but I'm not paid to be a coach. So hopefully whatever they do, they are finding a way to pull out the win. If you're looking at that 45 to 48 touches, I think if Darius Taylor is healthy, you're looking at 20-ish to Darius Taylor to warm him up and ramp him back up. Zach Evans gets 15. Bryce Williams gets 8. Sean Tyler gets 5. But overall, the running backs are going to be heavily favored in this one. Now, next, we're going to discuss the three focus points to win this game. That's what's coming up next here at Locked On Golden Gophers. First, I want to tell you about our friends over at Jace Medical because the Jace case is a solution to many problems going on in the world right now. Unrest in the Middle East, fires in Hawaii, hurricanes in tornadoes in Florida, and earthquakes and so much more. These can lead to supply chain shortages for medications or the inability to get medications in a timely manner. And that's why the Jace case is here for you. Not only is the Jace case five essential antibiotics to treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections, but the Jace case can be personalized emergency medication kit for you. That's right. Now, and it's a new offering from the Jace Medical, they offer customization for your Jace case with dozens of add-on medications. You can choose the medication that best fits you and your family's unique needs. And on top of that, Jace is continually working to expand their medication offerings in those efforts And they've also added Evermectin as an option for the Jace case. And on top of that, they even have gift cards now as the holidays approach. So your family or your loved ones can get a Jace case of their own. Go to jacemedical.com and enter locked on for a $20 discount on your order. That's locked on at jasemedical.com. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. All right, Gophers fans, thank you so much for listening to Lockdown Golden Gophers and making us your first listen when it comes to Gophers Daily Sports. Now we're jumping in to the three keys to victory for Minnesota in this Iowa matchup, the one that we haven't been able to get in the Coach Fleck era. It's time. It needs to be done. I don't want to keep saying this year after year after year. And I know you as a Gopher fan don't want to keep saying it to those you know that are Iowa fans as well. So key number one, and you can see it at the bottom of the screen if you're listening on YouTube, is take 
care of the football. That's point number one, stress number one, priority number one needs to be taking care of this football because the ones that we have lost, there have been some close battles. But it all comes down to taking care of the football and who can create the final mistake to capitalize on. And every time for the past few years, it has been the Iowa Hawkeyes. So I put it in all caps because it is the most important thing in this football game. Taking care of the football, especially in the late parts of the game, makes or break who wins this one. Plain and simple because both are going to prioritize the trenches. Both are going to prioritize trying to create pressure. Both are going to prioritize creating turnovers with their secondary or with uh, punching the football out or with getting interceptions or with creating confusion to try and put the ball in harm's way with young and experienced quarterbacks on both sides of the ball. That is going to be the thing for both of these teams, and they're going to want to run the ball. Whoever gives up the critical turnover, critical mistake, in the late third, early fourth quarter is probably going to win this game. So taking care of the football is priority numero uno. We go to point number two, and it's create pressure on defense. Now, the Gophers have been slowed down by Michigan's offensive line, which is one of the best in the country, and they haven't been able to get home as much in these last couple games. They got to get that turnaround. We got to create some more sacks, some more pressure. We saw it in the second half of the Louisiana game, and that was the game-changing point in that game. The game was close. The Gophers were down at halftime in that Louisiana game. They got some ways to drop some pressures and get into the quarterback's face, get him on his heels, get him in panic mode, and everything turned around in that second half for the Gophers. So creating pressure is going to be everything for them with an offensive line that Iowa has that isn't next level. It isn't uh, something that can save them. It is that has been a struggle point for them in years past and times this year. If you can get past that offensive line and create pressure and create problems for this quarterback that was thrown into the job in Deacon Hill, I think you're going to be setting yourself up for success throughout the duration of this game. And the final point in this one is don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. Don't try to get cute. Don't try to get fancy with it and do things that will put the ball in harm's way or do things that will put you in critical situations to have not as good field position to try and catch them off their heels. Look, don't overthink this one. Don't take crazy weird chances, but take the chances when they present themselves, setting it up with play action. If you know you're going to run the ball like crazy, then set up a nice play action shot or two where you can try to capitalize. Use the run game. You know you're going to want to run the ball, so use it to your advantage with the play action. On top of that, get passes out quickly, and not only to your pass catchers, but to your tight end and to your running backs. Those two groups in the passing game should be the most important players for you in this game because you can use them on shorter routes. You can get them involved with touches and just get them inching their way down the field. This is going to be a battle of possession in this game. And using your tight end and running backs in the passing game could be a huge advantage for the Gophers. And they haven't been really doing either one of those positions in the passing game over the course of the season. Now, when they have, it has been in critical moments. Why not get both of those groups warmed up, 
going and generating difference making plays through the air as well. So those are going to be the three keys for this week. I'm excited for the week. I'm hopeful for the week. And I'm also a little bit nervous for the week because Iowa always hits different. And as you know, Gophers fans hate Iowa, plain and simple. They do. I do. You do. So we got to go in. We got to get this dub. We got to get it going. And that's what it's going to take for the three keys to victory. Now to wrap up today's show, we're going to talk about that key injury to Eric All that was officially announced that he is out for the year, which means he will not be playing in this game against the Gophers either. So what does that mean for the Gophers moving forward and what impact does that have on Iowa? That's what we're going to talk about to wrap up the show coming up next. First, I want to talk to you about our friends over at eBay Motors because passion, drive, and patience are the key ingredients. Those are the winning team members to bring home the winning trophy, and it's also what helps keep your vehicle alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance, whether it's superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and much, much more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered because, you know, it's got different schemes for you. You got your speed lovers over here. You got your power lovers, your muscle cars, and then you've got the, the swaggy, the style, the interior light, the lights that show as you open the door, things like that. Look, anything you need when it comes to parts to maintain and give your vehicle the best performance, They've got you covered with over 122 million parts for your ride or die. And you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And there's an eBay guaranteed fit. So your part is guaranteed to fit right each and every time or your money back. With eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need and the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit is for U.S. customers only. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Gophers fans, we're wrapping this one up, talking a little bit about the Iowa offense with another critical injury to Eric All, who is officially out on the season. Now you've got Eric All out, you've got Cade McNamara, the quarterback out, and you've got Luke Lachey, another tight end who has been critical to this Iowa offense, out. All three of them will be missing this game against the Gophers, and that is why they have to have to have to find a way to capitalize in this one there is so much missing on this offensive side of ball and it doesn't mean that they're 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 scraps to the win no they still are going to find a way to get it done they just beat wisconsin last week without all three of those players in the second half so they find ways to make it happen but the gophers have to take that note take that lesson take that statement and find a way to make it happen this week because tight ends were this passing game 
for the Iowa, plain and simple. For Iowa Hawkeyes, the tight ends were everything. Luke Lachey was ruled out for the year around week two, in the middle of week two. Eric Alves carted off versus Wisconsin last week. Those two players combined for 430 of Iowa's 816 receiving yards, over 50%. And we talked about that yesterday. On top of that, three of their six touchdowns, all from Eric All, all in the passing game, 50% 50% of the passing re- passing reception touchdowns, again, from these tight ends. So it's huge. These injuries are massive. And they have players like Steven Stilianos and Johnny Pascuzzi who are going to be ready to step up. They might not be able to provide the same effect, the same production, especially through the air, as those two others. But they don't call Iowa tight end university for no reason. They always find a way to get productivity from their tight end. So those are the two players that you have to look at. Steven Stilianos and Johnny Pascuzzi. Both of them have made a dent in the running game, showing flashes as run blockers throughout the season. They've gotten bits and time of snaps this season so they're going to get even more opportunities and you know they're going to be effective in the run game so it just comes to limiting them in the passing game so that way hopefully you can add an extra hat to the box to try and stop the run game slow down the run game and get more three and outs on drives to keep the ball in your possession the tight ends could make or break this thing depending on how those two players can step in for the critical pieces of their offense now eric all officially has a torn ac like I said, so he's out for the season. He had 21 receptions, 299 yards, and three touchdowns so far in seven games this season. Huge blow. Luke Lachey had 10 receptions in the first game and a half, basically, and had 131 yards in a basically a game and a half. Those are huge impact players. Honestly, I was offense, like I said, maybe the make or break in this game. The defense is always a staple. It is always something that usually helps or at least stops the issues for them. The special teams is usually what wins them games by flipping the field and getting the ball in positions where their defense can step up and hold opponents to not scoring. But the offense here and losing McNamara, all Lachey, and there being tape on how Iowa will try and play with them missing from that second half in Wisconsin will make it difficult for Iowa to tread water. Now, that being said, I would not be surprised one bit if Iowa pulls out a surprise or two in this game against Minnesota, and that's why they have to, like we said in the keys, stick to their principles and not get caught with eyes in the wrong spot. Not get caught trying to make a hero play and getting hit over the top because it's happened time and time again, and it cannot happen if you want to finally bring Floyd home. So Minnesota has to stay disciplined on defense or they're likely going to find themselves with regret on a play or two that they can't take back. And that could be the difference in this one. Now, tomorrow we're going to take your questions, answer a listener mailbag here at Locked On Golden Gophers. Then we'll have predictions on Friday. Be sure to hit subscribe, row the boat, Sky, you mock, go Gophers. And as always, don't forget 